Hello and welcome back to my podcast. Today I'll be reading Chapter 24, The Wings of Fire, The Lost Air. Bright morning light filtered through the canopy, casting puddles of green sunshine all across the summer palace. Tsunami opened and closed her wings, grateful that she didn't have to be at the council meeting with the blister that was going on overhead. After last night's battle in the hatchery, Tsunami just wanted a break from scheming dragon queen, scheming dragon queens and war plans for a little while. The little emerald green dragonette romped on, on the beach, picking up sand and stopping in surprise when it drifted into her nose. She sneezed hard enough to knock herself backward, then sat up and gave Tsunami an indignant look. Well, stop putting your nose sand in the no- well, stop putting sand in your nose then, Tsunami suggested. Her little sister shook herself, spotted a tiny crab digging in the sand, and pounced. The crab vanished into its hole, and the dragonette looked at her empty talons in confusion. What's her name? Sunny asked. She leaned into Tsunami's side for a moment, and Tsunami felt a fizz of relief in her chest. Sunny had forgiven her, or forgotten she was mad in the first place. Either one was fine with Tsunami. I'm trying to think of the perfect name, Tsunami said. Mother said it was up to me. The dragonette glanced up from her digging. Sand covered her snout like a mustache. Maybe you should call her Walrus. Walrus, Glory offered, dissolving in ghouls. She's not a walrus, Tsunami said. She's much more dignified than that. The dragonette jumped at an insect in its ear, in the air, lost her balance, and landed with her head in the sand and her tail sticking straight up. She flailed her wings furiously until Sunny gently lifted her free. Fairy, Lori said, very dignified. She's awfully cute, Clay said. I think she has your snout, Tsunami. Tsunami flicked her tail, pleased. She looked around proudly and noticed that Starflight was sitting a short way from the rest of them. He was staring up at the pavilion with an anxious expression, running sand through his claws. Glory followed her glaze. Gaze. She leaned over and poked the nightwing sharply in the ribs. What's going on with you? Glory demanded. Why are you crawling around looking blisters' talons? I'm not, he protested. You really are, Tsunami said, and Starflight wouldn't meet their eyes. I just think she'd be a good queen, he mumbled. No, you don't, Glory said. Back under the mountain, you, you specifically said she was the kind was. Kind of evil and probably had sinister plans for all of Pyuria. Oh, you did say that, Clay agreed. He poked a hole in the sand for the dragonette to climb into. I remember that. Starfight flashed him an annoying look. That, you remember? So why do you suddenly love her so much? Tsunami asked. Her little sister rolled into the hole and then jumped back out, flapping her wings to shake off the sand. Buster smart. Starflight stammered. She's a, she's better than Burner Blaze. I don't like her, Sunny said to Tsunami's surprise. Really? Starflight said, his wings drooping. Sunny shook her head. She called me sweet, like that's all anyone needs to know about me. But you are sweet, Clay said, patting her head. It does kind of sum you up, Tsunami agreed. Sunny scowled at both of them in a way Tsunami thought was pretty cute. But I agree that I don't like her either. More than that, I don't trust her. I think we need to meet Blaze. Maybe all the stories about her brainlessness have been exaggerated. Doubtful, said Starflight glumly. So, we can go, Gloria asked Tsunami, and look for Blaze? You mean, we're done here? Even the baby dragon stopped digging for a moment to look at Tsunami. 
She felt a stab of guilt at the hopeful expression on her friends' faces. She hadn't realized she hadn't realized they wanted to leave the kingdom to receive so badly. Wing beats sounded in the air above them, and they all looked up to see Coral, Anemone, Blister, and Moray circling down from the Summer Palace pavilion. The green dragonette scampered up to Anemone as soon as she landed and tackled one of her talons. Anemone laughed, flipping her over. Their little sister yelped, struggling up right again, and started clawing her way up Anemone's leg. Have you picked a name? Anemone asked Tsunami. What do you think of Auklet? Tsunami said. That's a kind of seabird, Starfight said in his know-it-all voice to Clay. Oh, Clay said. Cool. I mean, I knew that. Tsunami liked the look on her mother's face, watching the two sisters. She looked proud, protective, happy for them. Tsunami was right about her. Queen Coral wouldn't kill her own daughters, even though one of them would one day grow up to take her place. She cared about them, perhaps a little too much, but Tsunami thought that was better than not caring at all. She wondered if Blister or Burn had any dragonets. Starfight would know. It must be in scrolls somewhere. Tsunami had a feeling Blister would happily kill off her own dragonets if she thought it was necessary. Those glittering black eyes had more secrets and plans than Tsunami wanted to know about. Orca's statue has been destroyed, Queen Coral said with a sigh. It was so beautiful, too. She was so taunted. I couldn't believe she hid her animus powers from me. She could have trained with Whirlpool, too. Wow, she really missed out, Tsunami said, winking at an enemy. We'll have to examine all the things she carved, Coral mused, just to make sure they... Aren't any any other enchantments lurking around? We're sure it was Orca, right? Tsunami asked. No one else in the palace could be an animus. She wasn't able to stop herself from glancing at Moray, who glared back. Coral shook her head. Before we destroyed it, an enemy re- reanimated the statue and made it reveal who had enchanted it. It said Orca, plain as day. She sighed again. Orca carved that statue and dedicated it to the hatchery shortly before she challenged me. I gather she expected to win, so she was setting up a way to get rid of her possible heirs and challengers. That explains her last word to you, Moray hissed. Yes, said Coral sadly. She said, I did this all wrong. You're going to rule forever, aren't you, mother? You should thank me. No one can stop you now. The queen looked down at an enemy in Auckland playing in the sand. She stroked an enemy's head with a wistful expression. But, Clay said hesitantly, but if Orca was the assassin, who attacked Tsunami in the tunnel? Queen Coral shrugged. We'll catch them eventually, she said. That's how stories work. An enemy gave Tsunami a frustrated look. Tsunami still thought that her attacker might have been sharp. He was already out of prison, patrolling the summer palace with a bad-tempered expression on his nose. And he certainly hadn't been pleased or supportive when she staggered out of the hatchery with the dragonette, blood pouring from her gills. She reached up and tucked the sand bean bandage on her neck. Her ribs ached whenever she moved too, but the healer said she just had to rest and let the fractures fix themselves. Rest? The dragonette said Disney have no time for rest, she thought ruefully. Now that we know the real, who the real assassin is, Tsunami reminded Coral, you promised to set Riptide free. I know I did, said the queen, but I'm not sure quite what to do with him. Clearly he can't stay in my kingdom. He'll have to crawl back to those towns of peace and see if they'll take him. Maybe he can come with us, Tsunami said, then snapped her mouth shut, but it was too late. 
Coral and Buster were both staring at her in a very uncomfortable way. With you? Coral said slowly. Are you going somewhere? Well, I... Yes, I think we should go, Tsunami said. She felt her friends shifting closer together behind her. I don't belong here, Mother. I want to, but I'm only causing trouble, and I'm not doing what I was hatched to do. I don't speak the underwater language. I don't understand the council. You have two daughters now who could be great queens one day. She nodded at an enemy. But my destiny is somewhere else. I have to stop the war with my friends. And how do you plan to do that? Buster said softly. I don't know, Tsunami said. We'll figure it out. We were thinking we should go meet Blaze, Clay suggested, just to be fair. <clears throat> Clay, shut up, Tsunami thought with a wince. But it won't change how we, I mean, that we think you're, Starfight said hurriedly to Blister, then trailed off under Tsunami's playful look. No, said Blister. The diamond patterns on her back withered as she stepped closer. No one is leaving. You can't tell us what to do, Tsunami said. I am your choice, Blister hissed. The night, the tons of peace want me. Oh, Glor said. Do they now? It's not their decision anyway, Tsunami said. Your lives could be very easy from here on, said Blister. All you have to do is tell everyone that Dragonettes of Destiny have chosen me as their next Sailwing Queen. And you can do that from here where I can keep an eye on you. Where you where you can keep us prisoners, you mean? Tsunami said angrily. We've had quite enough of that, thank you. Mother, tell her you won't listen. Tell her you won't do that to me. Queen Coral gave Blister an anxious look. My dear, I'm sure they'll still choose you after meeting Blaze. No one would choose her in a million years. Perhaps, but they have to survive that long, Blister said smoothly. You know better than anyone how dangerous it is out there, Coral. Remember what happened to Gil? We'll really be protecting the dragonettes by keeping them here. Oh, that makes sense, Coral said, sounding relieved. She's right, Tsunami. Just stay here, and we'll take good care of you all. Tsunami looked back at her friends. Starfight looked miserable, but the others? They looked hopeful, as if they trusted Tsunami to get them out. This isn't the right place for my friends either, Tsunami said. Glory wants to go home, right, Glory? And Sunny should find her parents. It's not fair that I get to do those things and they don't. We just, she squared her wings, we have to go. And if you try to keep us, you'll be no better than the Talons or Queen Starlet. Blister glared at Starflight. Don't you have something to say about this, Nightwing? She stared miserably at his Talons and didn't respond. She hissed. Useless. There's something wrong with with all of you, isn't there? But you're the dragnets I have, and I'm not letting you go. Blister turned to Coral. Throw them in the prison in your prison. She wouldn't do that, Tsunami said. Mother, right? You wouldn't do that? It might help your decision, Blister hissed. If you knew exactly who killed your husband in the Skywing Arena. Tsunami felt her scales turned ice. This was it. The moment her secrets came out and she got what she deserved. Coral, Coral's gills flared, and her eyes widened. What are you saying? You know he died in the arena, Blister said. But do you know who his opponent was? The dragon who ripped the life out of him? Maybe you should also know, Starfight said suddenly, that Blister killed Kestrel and is lying to you about it, and she wants Webb's dead for her own reasons and doesn't care about your daughters at all. Blister arced her neck like a cobra and hissed at him. 
Starfight threw his wings over his head as if he expected her tail to come stabbing down. But all she said was, You'll be sorry for that, useless Nightwing. Coral wrapped her wings around an enemy inoculate and took a step toward the water. She looked from blister to tsunami, like she wasn't sure who to trust anymore. Don't listen to them, Coral, Blister said. They're only dragonettes, and dragonettes never know what's best for them. I think we can be pretty sure prison is in the top of our list, though, Tsunami snapped. And from now on, Blister, you should show some respect and dress my mother as Queen Coral. Smoke curled from Blister's snout. Tsunami wondered what Coral would do if the sailing attacked the dragonettes at Destiny right in front of her. I don't know what's going on. Coral said, tingling with her tail. A platoon of seaweed guards appeared from one of the caves. But for your own safety, Tsunami, you're staying here from now. Mother! Tsunami yelled. She smacked a guard in the snout with her tail and bared her teeth at another. Think for yourself for once. Let us go! But Queen Coral turned away, avoiding Blister's gaze as well. She called Auklet in one of her talons and flew back to the pavilion with her daughters. Tsunami fought the guards, but there were too many of them, and her ribs were still screaming with pain from the night before. One by one, each of the dragonets was overpowered and dragged off to the same prison cave where Rips and Weptide had disappeared the day before. Seabings watched them all the pavon. Tsunami had never been so humiliated. Some dragonets of destiny they were, tossed around like lumps of treasure to be hoarded. They'd come to the kingdom sea looking for safety, but instead... They were prisoners once again.